0: Now, fight back with Libby Nimer on Zuber Radio with guest host Dave Woodard.
1: Good afternoon. It's Monday, October 3rd. I am Dave Woodard filling in for Libby Snymer, who's off today. Happy Rosh Hashanah for our Jewish listeners. A happy and healthy new year to you. And Toronto Blue Jay fans, congrats on making the postseason for a second straight year. We have a great show lined up today. About 35 minutes from now, we're going to speak with Tyler Fleming. Uh, He's the director of the Investor's Office for the Ontario Securities Commission. October, if you didn't know, is Investor Education Month and the folks and the OSC have a new website for newcomers to Canada. At 12.20, we'll be joined by Shinaz Gokul, at Dying with Dignity Canada, as well as Neil McCarthy from the Archdiocese of Toronto. Uh, they're going to be talking about a move the Bishops of Alberta and the Northwest Territories made last week. Uh, they announced they're not going to perform funeral rites for people who choose to have a medically assisted death. But first... Traffic congestion and pedestrian safety in Toronto continue to be big issues for the public and for Zoomers. While Mayor John Tory continues to roll out a pilot project which places paid-duty police officers at a number of designated busy intersections through Toronto, pedestrian accidents are continuing to be an issue with two Zoomers involved in incidents yesterday. An 80-year-old man was struck around noon at Eglinton and Falmouth. He suffered critical head injuries. A 70-year-old woman was hit by an SUV near Eglinton and Warden last night. She, too, suffered critical injuries. We seem to talk about this kind of thing every week or two, but what can be done to prevent these accidents from happening? Do you think that the mayor's plans to tackle congestion will help? I want to hear from you. Our numbers, 416-360-0740 or one 740 First, though, I have on the line Toronto Mayor John Tory. Mayor Tory, good afternoon. Hi, Dave. Hi. Uh, So we've discussed this story a lot here on Zoomer Radio and on Fight Back with Libby Zneimer because our listeners are seemingly the most affected by this, especially after the weekend. Again, two more seniors struck by vehicles in Scarborough. How exactly will your plan work to to bring the pedestrian, uh, I guess, casualties down?
2: Well, I should say that the principal program we're relying on to produce greater pedestrian safety is, in fact, our road safety plan, which was also approved by City Council with uh, tens of millions of dollars to be invested, and that is to be invested in things like uh, increased crossing times uh, at, uh, at the crosswalks, uh, you know, much better and brighter markings on the street for the sort of pedestrians and the drivers alike, uh, reconfiguration of some intersections uh, with uh, mid-stops put in between so people can stop halfway across the street and a whole host of things that are going to be done with the objective of getting this down to zero. But I will say to you that I think reducing congestion, including the measure we are are trying again for the month of October, which is to put uh, police officers into uh, intersections to help direct traffic, is also going to help. Because the problem at the moment, or one of the problems, is the kind of sharing of the road between pedestrians and drivers. And, uh, you know, you hate to think you need a police officer to kind of keep order as between those two, but the fact is the deployment of these police officers in phase one, which was done at the beginning of the summer, actually showed that when you had a police officer there, it was safer and better for everybody. A lot of pedestrians, Dave, don't know that you are not supposed to cross the, uh, the crosswalk, cross the, uh, the, the intersection, when the numbers are showing on the countdown clock. They think that's giving them the countdown as to how long they have to get across. And that's true if you started across the, uh, the crossing when the number starts at 10. But by the time it gets down to 5, you're not supposed to say, I can make it and get across. And that is what a lot of the police officers, for example, are saying, okay, we're going to make sure people respect the way that's supposed to work work that in turn lets cars turn safely because pedestrians are not crossing the street and that should not only help traffic move better but much more importantly make sure people pedestrians including seniors uh, are safe and by the way as you know because i'm sure you've discussed it on on zoomer radio um the, the majority the, the significant majority of the people being involved in pedestrian accidents these days across the city are seniors and that is a real concern to us
1: yeah, absolutely. And, and you made mention of, of talking about uh, lengthening times for crosswalks. Is accessibility an issue? I know a lot of times we're talking about uh, senior Zoomers being struck by cars, and it happens in areas where there's a lot of retirement homes. Are the lights just not geared for that kind of thing? Well, what we've done, I think people will be interested in this, we have
2: actually lengthened the period of time allowed for for pedestrians to cross at all of the intersections across the city as a, a simple recognition of the changing demographics of the whole society. But in some of the areas where um, there has you know, th- been or there is a-, a concentration, as you say, of, say, retirement homes, they're taking the step to further uh, lengthen those times. And that's part of the road safety plan that I referred to that's not directly related to the uh, police officers being in the intersections this morning. I mean, by putting police officers in intersections and by having traffic move better, what we do hope to achieve is to reduce the level of frustration that drivers feel. And I'm not excusing it, but I'm just saying they sit in a traffic line. Up at an intersection and then what they're inclined to do is as everybody knows if they're being honest is sometimes somebody will pull out of the line of traffic and pull around to the right and start speeding down the right-hand lane and turn onto a side street and that's when oftentimes pedestrian accidents occur either because they don't see the pedestrian when they pull out to get around the line of traffic or they pull onto the side street going faster than they should because they're frustrated by uh, traffic congestion and somebody gets struck and so we're hoping that if we can keep the traffic moving better including using police police officers to do that um, that you know this will reduce those kinds of incidents and that's not excusing the behavior of the drivers it's just acknowledging that it's a reality I should tell you also Dave by the way that using the police officers is meant to be an experiment that uh, if it's successful will um, prove the value of something else we've asked the province to help us with which is the creation of a new kind of person who will call a traffic warden uh, or a traffic manager and they're not police officers because police officers are very expensive and highly trained to you know fight serious crime and we can then put these other people in place like they have in chicago and other cities to manage traffic and direct traffic so we can have them but we won't be using up scarce police officers uh, in the process of helping to move traffic better
1: right now you're talking about you know traffic congestion um being an issue as well as as you know pedestrians making the streets safer for pedestrians are the two goals achievable at the same time. It seems like if uh, traffic is moving faster, then the potential for pedestrians being hit is also greater, is it not? Well, you know, I mean, that's an interesting
2: point, and I think the, 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 the idea is to have traffic flowing better as opposed to moving faster, um, and the idea always is for everybody, starting with drivers, because as I've often said, drivers are surrounded by two tons of steel, so they have a significant advantage over pedestrians and cyclists, and so the uh, object of the game has to be to have traffic flow better, because I think it'll avoid those kinds of acts of frustration and so on, but uh, at the same time, safety for pedestrians and cyclists, people not. Surrounded surrounded by two tons of steel always has to be paramount so if you forced me to order the goals I would say well the first goal which is to get to zero pedestrian deaths um, has to be the most important one obviously and uh, I think though that there's a way in which we can get traffic flowing better which I think will be safer uh, at the same time as we make intersections and and places you know everywhere
1: uh, safer for pedestrians and cyclists. Mayor John Tory, uh, I know that you're aware of this article in the Toronto Star a couple of weeks ago. Uh, 1,000 pedestrians or cyclists had been hit since June 1st, and that was as of September 23rd. It's an average of 10 people hit per day. Uh, I know that you're looking at 2026 and saying we want zero pedestrian deaths by that year, but is that achievable?
2: Well, I'll only say this. I'll use the same words I used when those numbers were put to me back a week ago, which is they're profoundly unacceptable. And and uh, the objective is to get to zero. And it's to get to zero as quickly as possible. And I'm not going to declare it an impossible goal because that's always got to be the goal. You don't want anybody uh, in, in, in a you know an ideal world, you don't want anybody uh, to be injured, a pedestrian uh, or a cyclist uh, by a motor vehicle. You don't want any accidents to happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously, if you don't set that goal then you'll never achieve it so that's the goal and I think we will take measures such as the ones I described, we'll reconfigure streets, change speed limits in appropriate places, uh, you know, uh, extend times for people crossing the street, create these mid-crossing uh, places where people can stop if they get halfway across. And those are all designed to get the number down to zero. And that's the goal. And that's that. I mean, we're not going to start start saying it's some other higher number uh, because then you might stop uh, when you make progress. And we want to get this number down to zero, you know,
1: if we possibly can. Mayor John Tory, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Dave. Nice to talk to you. Uh, 416-360-0740, 866 740 We're going to take a call from Tony and Lindsay. Tony, go ahead.
3: A good day. Enjoy the show very much. Pretty Thank good. you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you know, growing up as a kid, my mother used to teach me. We went to school, she brought us to school at you know, crosswalks or stop signs. There's a car coming. Don't cross until the car stops. Oh, people aren't doing that anymore. People are just assuming the cars are going to stop and they go right away. Just that people put too much trust in the other person in the middle than rather than, than themselves. And with the scooters, uh, they also, from what my experience, what I've experienced, up here in little town Lindsay up here. A lot of them are always trying to beat the you know beat the clock, as they say, right. And they'll take off, right? You know, and yeah. and 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 sometimes when cars are switching lanes, as it is over here, you don't see them, but they're always trying to beat the clock. But I still think there should be some kind of defensive teaching of believe it or not. Because when I see all this stuff, it drives me nuts. Yeah.
1: Sorry Tony, to uh, uh, sorry, Tony. I'm going to let you go. Sorry, Tony. I'm going to let you go because you've uh, your your line's not so great. But education's a really, really good point there. Uh, it's one of those things that we're taught when we're young, when we're really young, about how to properly cross a street. And for some reason, it seems that uh, over the years, you you get, I guess, a little complacent. You figure I can cross the street anywhere. We see it all the time at the corner here. Um, but uh, you know, let's talk about the walking aspect of it. We'll talk about pedestrians. Uh, Walk Toronto's Maureen Coyle joins me on the line. Maureen, how are you today?
3: I'm very well, Dave. How are you?
1: Great. You listened into what Mayor Tory had to say about uh, uh, traffic congestion and pedestrians. What do you have to say about that?
3: Um, well, you know... We welcome any kind of of discussion, obviously. I mean, this is is a really important public conversation that needs to take place. And I'm really excited about some of the the aspects of the road safety plan. Uh, The increased crossing time for pedestrians uh, is really important. Um i think uh the, the the inclusion of a pedestrian meridian is is a whole separate issue however uh there is it's highly questionable how valuable that is and how uh how safe those actually are um, uh, you know the police presence aspect that has the effect of slowing cars down um but it's also been seen in other in other jurisdictions that uh, drivers tend to become Uh, a little complacent after a while, after the the shock value is worn off. And so uh, they don't reduce their speeds as much. And the reduction of speed is probably the single most important thing when we're talking about road safety.
1: I was just about to ask you that. I know there have been studies done for the city talking about slowing down, especially in residential areas, talking about Mm -hmm. slowing down the speed limit to, say, 30 kilometers an hour. Is that something that, that would really work?
3: Oh, it's not just would it work, it has worked everywhere else that's been applied. Um, And that is now uh, most of Europe, uh, the European Union has adopted the Vision Zero plan that includes the reduction of speed. Uh, Entire countries have adopted it. Uh, The country of South Africa uh, that has had a a number of fatalities, Um, they have reduced the speed. Um, It's a problem when we talk about traffic flow. Because, uh, in the same breath that we're talking about road safety, because the two are actually not compatible conversations. They're two different conversations. Um, and most traffic engineers will acknowledge that any large city, and Toronto is a mega city. We like to think of ourselves as a small town, but we're actually not. But these are the same problems we see over and over again in mega cities. And so uh, it's just that's what happens when there are x number of cars on the road in the space so instead in order to improve safety what we have to do is we have to look at streets differently than we did in the 20th century with a different eye for the 21st century and that's specifically around um recognizing that that is public space Mm -hmm. the roads the roadways are public space but it's public space that has We've got used to only one kind of user being dominating that space. And what we're finding is with the changing demographics, with the change in interest in how people live in space, live in their city space in particular, um, more people are choosing not to have a car. More people are finding they don't use the cars they have. You know, Studies have shown that most people will use a, a car for no more than a couple of hours a day. They get in and go to work and they come home. Um, right. But most people are trying to uh, just say, I don't need a car. I don't want a car. I want to go by transit. I want to go by walking. I want to go by bike. Yep. Um, and that means those are other road users who are not actually uh, able to participate in the road space as, they, as well or as safely as they should be able to. Because we still have a design that is a hangover of the period when we thought the car was going to be the driver of the economy forever. Right. And it isn't.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Maureen, we are going to take a call from Hal in Kitchener. Hal, go ahead. Hal? Yeah, hello. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was just uh, thinking of your comments earlier. You were talking about teaching how to cross streets. Right. And uh, vehicle safety and so on and so forth. Yep. But the unfortunate thing is that you can't teach common sense and courtesy. That's unfortunate.
1: Mike Harris tried. That's all it takes, (laughs) common
3: sense and courtesy. If you can't see people in front of you, you don't drive.
1: Hal, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Now, Maureen, one question that I posed to Mayor Tory and I want to pose to you is these two goals, talking about traffic congestion as well as pedestrian safety, are the two goals manageable? Can we achieve both of them at the same time?
3: Well, I mean there's there's a a, a line of thought um, among uh, you know globally recognized experts in traffic flow who say you cannot. It is not manageable. It is something you will just have to learn to deal with because what it means is that most people who need to have access to a car likely have them. And that that municipalities need to concentrate instead on improving the transit system
1: mm-hmm. and
3: improving road safety for other users, the vulnerable road users, those who are not encased in steel. Right. Um, the other thing that, that I say it would say is that um, we need to stop using the term accident.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. because,
3: they're, because they're not these are all preventable deaths. And picking up on what your your caller just said, it's that awareness of who, who else is in your space that is, that is of prime importance. But you can't, you can't use that awareness unless your speed is at a certain level.
1: Absolutely. A Maureen? That, go ahead.
3: I, thought, I was just going to say if you're beyond that, that level of speed, you cannot control.
1: Yep. No, you're absolutely right. And, and Toronto police and most police across Ontario would agree with you. There's no such thing as an accident. Maureen Coyle from Walk Toronto, thank you so much. Appreciate it.
3: Thank you, Dave.